Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 76. God is known in loving kindness. God, the true eternal good. Zion, ne'er will he forsake thee. Trust his father motherhood. Can a mother leave her children? Can unchanging love forget? Though all earthly friends betray thee, lo, his arm enfolds thee yet. Hymn number 76. would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. 
click on that and you will see the place to click for the Wednesday evening text. That's where you'll find the readings for tonight. The theme for tonight is The Hand of the Lord, and the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland. The Holy Bible, Psalms. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I send up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Exodus. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will pray him and habitation, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, has dashed in pieces the enemy. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil, my lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou stretchest out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. Ezra. This Ezra went up from Babylon, and he was already scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. And the king granted him all his requests, according to the hand of the Lord his God upon him. For upon the first day of the first month began he to go up from Babylon, and on the first day of the fifth month came he to Jerusalem, according to the good hand of his God upon him. Isaiah. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness, 
and all kings thy glory. And thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. First Peter. Humble yourselves, therefore, unto the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Colossians. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Christians rejoiced in secret beauty and bounty hidden from the world, but known to God. Self-forgetfulness, purity, and affection are constant prayers. Practice, not profession. Understanding, not belief. Gain the ear and right hand of omnipotence, and they assuredly call down infinite blessings. Jesus foresaw the reception Christian science would have before it was understood. But this foreknowledge hindered him not. He fulfilled his God mission and then sat down at the right hand of the Father. Mozart experienced more than he expressed. The rapture of his grandest symphonies was never heard. He was a musician beyond what the world knew. This was even more strikingly true of Beethoven, who was so long hopelessly deaf. Mental melodies and strains of sweetest music supersede conscious sound. Music is the rhythm of head and heart. Mortal mind is the harp of many strings, discoursing either discord or harmony, according as the hand which sweeps over it is human or divine. Jesus said, These signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Who believes him? He was addressing his disciples. Yet he did not say, These signs shall follow you, but them, them that believe in all time to come. Here the word hands is used metaphorically, as in the text, the right hand of the Lord is exalted. It expresses spiritual power, 
Otherwise, the healing could not have been done spiritually. How long it must be before we arrive at the demonstration of scientific being? No man knoweth, not even the Son, but the Father. But the false claim of error continues its delusions until the goal of goodness is assiduously earned and won. Already the shadow of his right hand rests upon the hour. Ye who can discern the face of the sky, the sign material, how much more should ye discern the sign metal and compass the destruction of sin and sickness by overcoming the thoughts which produce them and by understanding the spiritual idea which corrects and destroys them? To reveal this truth was our master's mission to all mankind, including the hearts which rejected him. Our church edifice must be built in 1894. Take thither thy saintly offerings and lay them in the outstretched hand of God. The object to be won affords ample opportunity for the grandest achievement to which Christian scientists can direct attention and feel themselves alone among the stars. No doubt must intervene between the promise and event. Faith and resolve are friends to truth. Seize them. Trust the divine providence. Push upward our prayer and stone, and God will give the benediction. In the early history of Christian science, among my thousands of students, few were wealthy. Now, Christian scientists are not indigent, and their comfortable fortunes are acquired by healing mankind morally, physically, spiritually. The easel of time presents pictures, once fragmentary and faint, now rejuvenated by the touch of God's right hand where joy, sorrow, hope, disappointment, sigh, and smile commingled. Now hope sits dove-like. In proportion to a man's spiritual progress, he will indeed drink our master's cup and be baptized with his baptism, be purified as by fire, the fires of suffering, then hath he part in love's atonement. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Then shall he also reign with him. He shall rise to know that there is no sin, that there is no suffering, since all that is real is right. This knowledge enables him to overcome the world, the flesh, and all evil, to have dominion over his own sinful sense and self. Then shall he drink a new Christ cup in the kingdom of God, the reign of righteousness within him. He shall sit down at the Father's right hand, sit down, not stand waiting and weary, but rest on the bosom of God, rest in the understanding of divine love that passes all understanding. Rest in that which to know aright is life eternal, and whom, not having seen, we love.
We come to strengthen and perpetuate our organizations and institutions and to find strength in union, strength to build up through God's right hand, that pure and undefiled religion whose science demonstrates God and the perfectibility of man. As in water, faith answers to faith, and in love, continents clasp hands. So the oneness of God includes also his presence with those whose hearts unite in the purposes of goodness. Of this we may be sure, that thoughts winged with peace and love breathe a silent benediction over all the earth, cooperate with the divine power, and brood unconsciously over the work of his hand. The divine hand led me into a new world of light and life, a fresh universe, old to God, but new to his little one. It became evident that the divine mind alone must answer and be found as the life or principle of all being, and that one must acquaint himself with God if he would be at peace. We will have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, Will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 115. <clears throat> Holy Father, thou hast taught us we should live to thee alone. Year by year thy hand hath brought us on through dangers oft unknown. When we wandered, thou hast found us. When we doubted, sent us light. Still, thine arm has been around us. All our paths were in thy sight. Hymn number 115.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. People from all over the world have found our church, and we are very thankful for each and every one of you who have found us. We maintain an inspiring and enlightening website, plainfieldcs.com, that is constantly being updated with fresh and timely items to read, study, and listen to. In fact, we have a number of websites in several different languages. Everyone is encouraged to look through our websites. They are all free of charge. Since we just had a Bible study last Saturday morning, our next Bible study will be the Saturday after next. That's March 20th. The Bible study questions will be posted on the church website, so be sure to keep an eye out for them and join us on Saturday, March 20th at 10 a.m. for a lively discussion. And speaking of Saturday, this is the weekend the pets and babies get all confused. This Saturday is the day we turn the clocks ahead one hour. Remember, spring ahead, fall back. Saturday night is the time, except for Jim in Arizona. Hi, Jim. <laughs> and any other state, uh, there's another state or two, I believe, who don't change their clocks. So for everyone else, remember Saturday night, spring ahead, one hour. On Sundays, we begin at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, and then our church service begins at 11. Our Sunday school meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. also. The Sunday school is open to children from anywhere. It has its own teleconference number. So if you have a child who does not live in the area and would like to attend, they can attend by telephone. Please call the church to get the phone number and we'll be very happy to welcome your child. And we also have a nursery for infants and toddlers um, at all of our services. So be sure to bring the little ones along too. We've been busy publishing and mailing. The full text lessons for April have been printed and mailed, so you should be getting yours soon. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. 
For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Jeremy. I'm very grateful for all I'm learning here about Christian science and how this science has brought so many healings into my life. I had things from the past that I was unable to deal with, things that required this teaching and practitioner support to overcome. And I'm so grateful for all of that. I had a lot of self-loathing that has been healed. I didn't have a good relationship with my mother and I now feel healed of that. Most other major issues have been healed, at least as far as I'm aware. I'm very grateful for that. The only lingering painful memory that I had was from just after my first wife and I divorced. When she remarried, there was a time when she had our kids called the new husband daddy. This was very painful for me and left me pretty angry for a long time. Learning to live this science and having the place and purpose that God has given me here the pain of the memory was definitely lessening over time. Coupled with the fact that my kids and I have a really good relationship, I certainly have nothing to complain about. And also working to know that uh, in the end God is their father, that certainly helps. <laughs> but that said, it still was the only memory I had to actively handle my feelings about if I ever thought of it. This was until a few months ago when a real angel message helped me to finally be healed of it. I had the sudden realization of what it means that the human mind, when left unhandled, really works to hurt us and separate us from the truth, and how it applied to that situation. My ex-wife didn't know how to handle animal magnetism, so she let it work through her to hurt me, or to try to hurt me. I didn't know how to handle it, so I took it personally and I let it hurt me. In the end, the reality is it wasn't from God and it wasn't true about her or me. And Christian Science allows me to prove what Mrs. Eddy wrote on page 538 of Science and Health. Quote, evil has no history, end quote. I'm so grateful for this understanding as it has healed that situation and those painful memories completely. Christian science constantly proves itself to be the only way to true healing and true happiness. I'm very grateful to be a member of this church and for everything I've learned here and for the support of my practitioner. Thank you. Thank you. Joanne from Florida. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Um, in both last week's and this week's lesson, is one of my favorite statements in science and health. Quote, hold thought steadfastly to the enduring, the good, and the true, and you will bring these into your experience proportionably 
to their occupancy of your thoughts, end quote. The first time I put this statement into practice, it lifted me out of an unpleasant predicament I had gotten myself into. Many times since, using this powerful truth has healed me of physical problems and problems at work. In each situation, the healing always occurred when I kept my thoughts stayed on God, knowing that God was in control, governing me in love, health, and joy, and not accepting anything unlike God as being real. I needed to remember this recently because I had started to accept a painful physical condition as real and even permanent. So instead, I started to mentally deny it every time it tried to present itself. I kept knowing that I lived and moved and had my being in God, spirit, that I'm a flexible, supple, and ageless idea of God. The practitioner here also was regularly praying and supporting me in these efforts. And as a result, the past week, I've been able to take my daily walk at a normal pace with hardly any pain. I'm grateful for this healing, but more grateful to be reminded of this statement of truth and not to let my thoughts slip into anything other than the enduring, the good, and the true. I'm so grateful to Mrs. Eddy for discovering Christian science and giving us its priceless textbook, Science and Health. I'm grateful for all the help I'm receiving from practitioner here and for membership in this healing church. It's good to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Dave from Florida. Go ahead, please. Yeah, hi. I'm grateful for all the good I've received and all the healings that I have had over the years, and there have been many. Christian science, when applied the way Mary Baker Eddy intended, does work. I'm grateful to be a member of this independent church that is doing just that. I'm grateful for our healing practitioners, and thank you for those great readings. Thank you. Thank you. Sandy from Nebraska, go ahead, please. I'm so grateful to participate tonight in this meeting. And it's very special for me because I have not been able, I think, for I think for two weeks to not participate. And with humility, I want to bear the, I miss you guys. Something was lacking in my Wednesday. I'm so grateful for independent Christian Times New Jersey. In the past week, I celebrate, I don't want to mention my early age, but I'm very grateful to find you. The way that the website, I, my, my words cannot express my belief and my faith like the first testifier saying and expressing how science heals the errors about about or believe the more to believe that we got early parents. 
we know that we have father, mother. And the error is that other people don't think on the same animal magnetism and, and it get them and it got what a humility, a humble testimony because I do believe to be true. I'm so grateful for Miss Mary Beth. I have never had called her to be my practitioner per se, but something has happened with a specific treatment that she gave to somebody closest to me about body. As I came to your share independence, I don't want to mention the, the disease that they have a certain disease that we make it very difficult for me to get up in the morning, very painful to put my planters in the floor. I had to, uh, it was very painful, and I've been suffering this for many years without complaining. And I was in prayer, and all the, the signs and help we healed me. And um, as I start listening to the round tables and to the different articles that you guys have, and to this article that Miss Berry Bear recommended to somebody they call her, I've been doing it faithfully, faithfully, know about body. Little did I know, I've been healed. I can walk. I can walk for one hour, for two hours. I get emotional, I'm sorry. I get so very grateful. The day church independence is doing something, you guys don't really fortune it on anybody. You need to talk about your personal experience. This is hard work. I think you guys had the right practitioners right there. <laughs> I'm so grateful for everybody. And the humility also that Miss Florence to know asking somebody. How do you pray? Because that's another important of this independent church, helping people around the world, the minimal prayer. And like I always say, you guys have these practitioners, have the moral courage to direct in a straight, put it the way that Ms. Mary Baker intended so people can really understand Emmanuel, the Holy Spirit, and, and to make us to live a better life. I'm very grateful. I, I, I just can't live without it, my, my, my list, the story of the Bible, but I like the way that you guys do the lesson. I like it. I don't diminish all the Christian science churches around the world, but I think independent, independent Christian scientists in the URC have brought so many happiness in my life. Thank you for your reading and thank you for the hymn tonight. Thank you. Luba from Ohio, go ahead, please. I'm so grateful for the better understanding I'm getting of Christian science at the Plainfield Church. So much is available through my practitioner, the Bible studies, the roundtable discussions, and more. During the past few weeks, I faced a challenging problem. This was eventually resolved in my favor through patience and trust in God. On page 254 of Science and Health, 
Mrs. Eddy encourages us when she states, Individuals are consistent who, watching and praying, can run and not be weary, walk and not faint, who gain good rapidly and hold their position or attain slowly and yield not to discouragement. God requires perfection, but not until the battle between spirit and flesh is fought and the victory won. When we wait patiently on God and seek truth, righteously, he directs our path. I'm so grateful to be learning of God's care in every part of my life, and most grateful to my very patient and loving practitioner and for the healings that have occurred. Thank you so very much for tonight's reading. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Susan from Massachusetts. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you for the readings and service tonight. I am so grateful for Christian Science and for Plainfield Church for making so much priceless material available to all of us. I especially love the round tables and the music in this church, which never fails to lift my spirit. And I especially love Sundays solo about angels. I'm very grateful for the dedicated and kind practitioners here who have helped me in so many ways. I am grateful to be learning more about God every day and how I can trust in his guidance and care in all areas of my life. And I have been amazed at the ways he never fails to answer. I am so grateful for the Bible that brings me words of comfort all through the day and night. And I'm so grateful for Mary Baker Eddy, who discovered Christian science and gave it to the world in her writing. Thank you again for the service, and good night. Thank you. Gary. I'm so grateful to be learning more and more about what this science really is. And uh, particularly, what it learning more about what it means to be God's image and likeness. Um, a couple weeks ago, a few few weeks ago, I guess, um, one day after lunch, uh, I was in my office and I began to feel nauseous and uh, just felt like the flu, uh, and it hit quickly and it hit fairly hard and uh, my first instinct was I just want to curl up and lay down and sleep <laughs> but I knew that that was not the right thing to do or to think um, so I I got away from my desk I got away from my computer and found a spot where I could be quiet and at peace. And I reached out to God and asked him for help. And I knew that I had a choice. I could either accept this condition in thought, or I could deny it as a lie and, and declare the truth. And I found myself declaring to myself, I am not immortal. I am an immortal idea of God. I am diseaseless. I am ageless. 
I am deathless. And it went on from there. And I just, I declared it to myself. And I could feel strongly within myself a, a great denial of the picture that was trying to present itself to me that somehow I could be sick. And I declared, no, I am the image and likeness of God. Well, I went on like that for a few minutes and I felt a peace and I felt relief and I closed my eyes and I think I must have rested for five or 10 minutes. And at the end of that period, uh, all the symptoms were gone. I felt refreshed, I felt strong, and I was able to finish the day uh, without any discomfort whatsoever. Made me very grateful for the lessons that I have learned over the years about God's care for us, um, the help that I've received from practitioners in this church over the years, for Mary Baker Eddy, for discovering this science and giving it to mankind. I'm so grateful for Christ Jesus, for what he did for mankind and what he went through and proved for us the unreality of disease, the unreality of death, that mortal dream that we don't have to accept. I'm so grateful to be here tonight, and thank you very much, Fairly, for those readings. Thank you. Craig. Thank you, Fairly, for those readings. It, it's so clear the way it was put. Yeah, Jesus Christ was the way shower, but Mary Baker Radio also was the way shower as she showed, explained her experiences and how the, the presence of God good was the reality. I wanted to give gratitude for, uh, I had a healing of astigmatism when I first, soon after I got here. Practitioner and teacher was helping me, and <clears throat> more than helping me, she was healing me of a mental breakdown that I had. But I, uh, every so often, I wore glasses that time, and every so often, one eye would get tired, and they would do whatever it wanted to do. And it was embarrassing. It helped with half the glasses on, but uh, I was so inspired full of the truth that she was giving me about, you know, God is near the air you breathe. That you're, uh, and I, I just felt, you know, God controls my muscles. It must have been him telling me, but, uh, uh, and I said, you know, if she can heal me, or God, with this unstableness, so can uh, my eyes be healed? And I stood with it, and I kept saying yes. And I take my glasses off, and and uh, the muscles stopped getting tired and stopped going in different directions. My eyes, when they got tired, but they didn't get tired. Well, anyway, I'm so grateful for that. But as the years went on, I again faced with an issue, and I thank our practitioner here, pointing me to. Get Big New Young, so the article on eyes and ears, which helped me to uh, to improve my vision now. I've been taught, uh, God is all seeing. 
the eyes his idea see because he sees and it's perfect and it's not subject to decay or deterioration or <clears throat> and that gave me such a boost so I'm having fun working with that and, and it's so much good material we have here I feel that uh, my vision is improving and that it will continue to to its perfection because that's what all it really is I thank God for having such material such uh, support and we have such a rich history here of healing thank you thank you Bruce well we have in our lesson this week the beautiful statement from Jeremiah where it's where God is speaking and he says I know the thoughts that I think about you thoughts of peace and not of evil and it's a very clear statement but I had a really wonderful experience with that statement some number of years ago where I read it and I just thought about it and it just made me feel so strong so good and confident in God well shortly after I did that I was with a group of people and it seems like there was a lot of accusations being hurled back and forth and the, you know the finger pointing and all that other stuff and I just stood there and I wasn't disturbed at all because I knew regardless of what other people were thinking I knew the thoughts that God was thinking thoughts of peace and not of evil and when one of these accusations got hurled at me I don't know where it came from but God gave me the words and it didn't uh, come out with any anger or other force other than I just simply said something as a matter of fact and it stopped all of the accusations and there was peace again and we were able to work together again and accomplish what we needed to do I'm so thankful for this statement for Jeremiah it's like a biblical authority for declaring that God is indeed our mind and it's a very healing statement very thankful for it thank you Linda thank you very much for the reading tonight and the music during a recent class it was said that we must demand the blessing from our challenges this reminded me of a time that I walked into the house one Sunday after church and as I entered the household was upset and I was told that the family dog had sustained an injury that morning um, I think it was from running around and slipping in the house and he was having difficulty moving still that afternoon one of my first thoughts was not to lose my peace then I was reminded that this day was a blessing and the good from church uh, was a blessing that couldn't be reversed, but had to continue. And I decided that this was an opportunity to trust what I had been hearing and learning about God's creation. I knew that this dear dog was created by God, was safe, cared for uh, by God. And this idea of good uh, would be, um, this idea of good God was gonna be stronger and felt than this situation that was trying to present itself. 
I then went about my chores that needed to be done, fully confident that the dog was not put on the earth to suffer. And usually with animals, I like to go to the citation in Science and Health by Mrs. Eddy, uh, quote, all God's creatures moving in the harmony of science are harmless, useful, indestructible, end quote. That's page 514. Pretty quickly uh, before dinner, the dog was moving about normally as if nothing had happened. I'm very grateful to be here learning how to apply these universal laws of God as uh, taught correctly here in Christian science and lived in this church so that we can learn and to know and feel God's presence. I'm very grateful for Christ Jesus, for Mary Baker Eddy, my practitioner in this church. Thank you. Thank you. Shardy. Good evening, and fairly thank you for this wonderful readings. After uh, the lesson last week, titled Man, that contained the story of Joseph, I have been thinking a lot about trust, trusting God, and that is my gratitude for tonight. Because of the teaching that is done here, many old ways of thinking are changing for me. The idea of trust in God is everywhere, if I have eyes to see. Last week, some church friends saw the movie Harriet, which is about Harriet Tubman, who escaped slavery and then helped other slaves to escape to freedom, all done while trusting God. The following is a quote related to her biographer, Sarah H. Bradford, in 1868. Quote, Toward me, "'Twas the Lord. I always told him, I trust you. I don't know where to go or what to do, but I expect you to lead me." And he always did." End quote. For me, Harriet's trust in God is right up there with Joseph, Daniel, and Moses. I am grateful to be a member of this church for the guidance and healing work of my practitioner and all I am learning here that sets me free from it and I am trusting everything to God. Thank you. Thank you. Sharon. I was reminded recently of a healing I had. Um, several years ago, I was having some church members over to my house for dinner, and as I was opening my dining room table, I pulled a muscle in my back. I was in extreme pain, and I called the practitioner who lovingly said, this is an imposition. You are doing God's work, and it cannot harm you. And she asked me to call back in 10 minutes. Well, within the 10 minutes, the pain was gone, and I was able to have my guests have a lovely dinner filled with the love of God. Many times over the years, I've used this example. If a problem comes up, it's an imposition. And if I'm doing God's work, it cannot stay. I'm so grateful for Christian Science, for Mrs. Eddy, and for practitioners in this church. And I'm happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Lil. Thank you for the wonderful readings and the beautiful music. 
There's never a time that God is not watching over us and helping us and lovingly. I had such a proof of it this afternoon when I was leaving home to come to church. I was backing out of my driveway and there's always a lot of traffic coming in both directions. And I noticed down the street was a uh, mailman's truck parked. And the mailman was walking up the street. He was on the street on the side. And I just kept looking back and forth to back out. And I suddenly looked out my back window. And there he was behind my car, waving his hands, saying, you know, come on out. It's okay. Come out. He kept waving his hands. I, I was just so taken by it. It was so, such a loving thing to do. And I was able to get out of my driveway quickly and easily. And as I drove away, I waved and I honked my horn. It was it just a perfect expression of God's love. He's always there guarding, guiding, and protecting. And I'm just so grateful for all the good that I've received since coming to this independent Christian Science Church. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. This is uh, Church Website Bulletin Board from Florida. Thank you for the wonderful Bible study this morning. So many inspiring thoughts were shared and helpful points brought out. Highly recommend listening to this session if you did not attend, or even revisiting it if you did. Thank you to everyone who participated. And then I have to add to this posting and say also what an incredible roundtable it was today, Sunday, March 7th, one that is vitally important for everyone who wishes to progress in their understanding and demonstration of Christian science. In fact, it should be required listening. Thank you so much for the prayer that went into this teaching. And then a testimony from California. I want to express gratitude for the Plainfield Weekly Lessons. They always seem to address some present issue I am working with, even though they are prepared months ahead of the date they appear for us to read and study. God's hand is truly in the preparation. This last weekend I was needed and my home was needed as a place of refuge for my daughter's family as her husband was working through some problems with his family. On Sunday morning, I separated the first page of the lesson on man with a responsive reading from 2 Corinthians and Romans and brought it to the table to read from my offering to them. As we said grace before eating breakfast and as a reminder of God's presence with us. Although times might be difficult, they were never so bleak to put man into despair because how can we despair when God is always present and available. The weekend embraced them all in love, and when they returned home and Monday arrived, I picked up our lesson this week on substance and found Psalm 23, which talked to me in a new way to continue to address their situation. In speaking to my son-in-law on Tuesday, I mentioned this prayer, which I knew he would be familiar with. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that in putting God first, he would experience the green pastures and still waters and have his soul restored. 
This sharing worked to lift him above the troubled waters and refresh his priorities of putting God into his thinking. I am so grateful for the continuous thread of spiritual thought that flows through our lessons. There is never a break in that flow as each lesson flows into the next and keeps us in, in a realization of God's great love for us. Thank you all. And then I had mentioned over the weekend, um, this is a letter from one of the branch churches in New Jersey that is closed recently, and they gave us a very generous gift, contribution, financial contribution. If any of them should be listening, we are so very grateful to you for it. And um, they wrote, Dear Plainfield Christian Science Church, as the spring season approaches and brings the promise of rebirth and renewal, we faithful members at this First Church of Christ Scientist continue to place our trust in God's direction. Although our church's structure of truth and love, that's a quote from Mrs. Eddy, is disbanding its human organization, we know that whatever truly rests upon and proceeds upon divine principle, again, Mrs. Eddy, will never be limited or dissolved, but will continue to elevate and sow through new and divine spiritual growth. After much prayerful work and guidance, we are concluding our branch's longtime contribution to this community, and we pray that this loving donation from our church to yours will bless not only your continued activities, but also your community and the Christian Science Movement. Knowing of the good work that the members of your church are doing, and after a recommendation from one of our members, we voted to choose your church as one of the beneficiaries, and it is of gratitude and love that we offer you this gift, so that your church work may continue to offer its metaphysical support and spiritual garden to others in the years ahead through Christian science. So I'm saddened way to hear that, but very grateful that they thought of us. Very kind indeed. Thank you for those beautiful readings tonight on the hand of the Lord. I looked that up, and it one of the many things it means is that it's a sure sign of God's might and omnipotence. And as it was brought out in those readings, all the wonderful ways the hand of the Lord is expressed his omnipotence, his all power, and his might. And surely, whenever we get into any trouble, I know for myself, it's because I am not <clears throat> acknowledge, acknowledging him as omnipotent, the only power, the only power that there is. I know I've heard some people say the reason they don't believe in God is because, well, how can there be a God when there's so many tragic things that go on in the world and it can be a perplexing question but in science and I have learned to know this that it is never God that is responsible for any tragedies on the earth it is always a lack of God it's a lack of God it's not God um, and when God's light fills whatever area that is that seems to be troubled. That light dispels the darkness, and it heals whatever the condition is. 
And wouldn't it be a trick of so-called devil, and of course there's really no such thing, but, but to get us to think that God is responsible for these things. Of course a God of love could never be, never ever. And as we express that love individually in our own lives, and we send forth that healing light, it will heal whatever condition you come in contact with that's not of God. And that is guaranteed, just as the light dispels the darkness, just as the truth that two plus two equals four dispels the belief that two plus two is five. Where did that belief come from? I, I don't know, it's just a misconception of the truth, and the truth dispels the lie. In miscellaneous writings on page 277, Mrs. Eddy says, the Lord reigneth, let the earth rejoice. And then this, no evidence before the material senses can close my eyes to the scientific proof that God good is supreme. Though clouds are round about him, the divine justice and judgment are enthroned. Love is especially near in times of hate, and never so near as when one can be just amid lawlessness and render good for evil. It's a beautiful example of shining that light and dispelling the darkness. And as this week's lesson ends in Science and Health, quoting the Bible, for God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. And actually that's Mary Baker Eddy. So, so grateful to be here with you all tonight, you dear people gathering together in the comfort of God's love. And may God bless you all and have a good evening. Thank you. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 280. Praise my soul, the King of heaven, to his feet thy tribute bring. Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Who like us his promise should sing? Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise the everlasting King. Hymn number 280.